Season 1, Episode 8, Interview with Jamie Donnelly. The VR Podcast, your realm for all things immersion tech in education and business. Prepare to be transported. Here are your hosts, Alex, Stephen, Amanda, and James. In this week's episode, we interview Jamie Donnelly, who is a passionate technology enthusiast who began her career as a math teacher, later moving into instructional technology. She began the hashtag ARVR in EDU group and started a weekly Twitter chat as part of her way to build community and collaborate with educators around the world using augmented and virtual reality in the classroom. She also provides professional staff development and training on immersive tech as an edtech consultant. More recently, she published her first book, Learning Transported, which supports her goal of providing introductory resources for teachers. The book provides practical uses of augmented and virtual reality in the classroom. In this episode, we speak with Jamie and learn a little more about where the book idea came from. We also learn about some of Jamie's plans for ISTE, the International Society for Technology and Education Conference, which is happening in Chicago on June 24th through the 27th. So, so Jamie from Alex, James, uh, Amanda, and I, welcome to the VR podcast. It's so welcome. awesome to have you. Yep. We can't wait Thank to hear you. all about the exciting things that you've got coming down the pipeline. Um, but before we get started, where in the world is Amanda? She's not here again. Anybody? Um, uh, well, I, I'm, I think I've got it on authority. That she, <laughs> uh, she's on an inter, interstellar travel to uh, the Jupiter moon IO to uh, test uh, some jupiter gravity waves and immersion technology i'm pretty sure that's where she's at well without amanda we're going to carry on and uh i want to open up with just a short story on how i I actually came to know you jamie um i've been in immersive edtech since about mid 2015 and i remember attending a a google gti summit right And, and there they showed a preview of this stereoscopic 360 street view that was shown through Google Cardboard. And at that time, they had alluded to the fact that they would be building what would become Google Expeditions for Education, right? And so that's, for me, that's sort of where my immersive ed tech journey began. And I ran solo for quite some time, um, adapting mobile VR for stereo projection, hacking co-spaces and Google Expeditions for that purpose. And then in 2016, the Vive and the Rift came out. And so along with trying to maintain this like mobile VR program at my school, evangelizing for tech, uh, the ed tech, uh, technology with my peers. I was also trying to find ways to integrate, you know, a single, expensive, really powerful 60OF rig in the classroom. And so going it alone, I, I really hit a brick wall. And I remember searching for VR in the classroom and the AR VR and EDU Twitter chat came up. And so I was lurking, you know, I learned a lot and sort of participated and side note, I remember DMing James just out of the blue and asking him, like, what immersive conferences would he recommend? <laughs> Only because, like, he was so... Because you're a like, stalker. No, because you're I, a stalker. I was. Well, I was. You're so loud with your, like, 
gifts, your animated gifts, and your emoticon. Like, you're so loud. <laughs> it's like hard to not notice this guy, James. Yeah, I yeah, um, appreciate that. Thank you. Mm, you're welcome. I think that's a compliment. I love you too. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, another thing I love is the community that is ARVR and EDU. Yeah. And uh, fast forwarding to today, really, I, I hope that you can give our listeners some insight into how you, know, you got started. And I know I'm really interested in that story and sort of what drew you to Immersive EdTech. Awesome. Well, Steve-O, thank you so much <laughs> for having me. Um, I, you know what? I have been putting off AR, VR, and EDU for a couple of years. Uh-huh. Um, so it wasn't, it didn't start right at the point of like, I should do this. Um, I put it off for a while because I just kept saying, do I really want to be committed every single week to a Twitter chat? Um, And I kept saying, no, no, I don't. And uh, I think it was when it was getting ready for the fall that I said, Mm. I've got to get this started. This is a conversation people need to have. And I had already had um, the Voxer group going. So the, the Voxer group had already started and we were already having this collaboration for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was, I think it was just at that point that I was like, okay, the, the Twitter chat's going to happen. There may, there may be nobody that joins and that's, you know, it's a risk I'm willing to take because <laughs> this is something that needs, you know, nobody's going to know about it. I'll tell a couple friends to join in. We'll see <laughs> where it goes. Um, and that was the beginning of the Twitter chat. And it doesn't seem like it was that long ago that that it started. But I remember, I remember the early days. There, there would be like four people in the chat or three people. But I will say, from those, not to quote um, Prometheus, but from, you know, big things have small beginnings. And mm-hmm. I will say that, and Jamie knows she has the analytics to show it. You're not the only one that was lurking, Stephen. I, I would say the overwhelming majority of people that are in the ARVR community that are on that chat are lurking. Um, yeah. So you see like eight, nine, 10, 12 people involved in the chat each week. There's, there might be three or four times that much, at least that's just watching and just yeah. learning that way. I mean, I know that our friend Deb, she lurks every week. Well, I know she says she does, but she doesn't, you know, she gets mm. involved every now and then, but, um, it's really a good place, I, I think. It's a good place to find resources and really connect with others that are using immersion technology in ways that are specific to education. And it's, it's hard to find that. So, so Jamie, what is, uh, what, what, what's your feeling about the, the chat, where it is now versus like when, when it was, those, those humble beginnings? <laughs> um, you know, I've, I think I've ran quite a few other chats and um, not started a chat per se, but, you know, had moderated quite a bit of, other chats. And one thing that I noticed is that you kind of had the repetitive conversation over and over and over. You're saying the same stuff over and over. And even with AR VR, like we can get stuck and just keep saying the same stuff. So for me, this is how I am. Even when I was in the classroom, I have to be engaged to myself and don't, I love gaming. I love, um, I love challenges. I love learning new tools and kind of exploring. I love providing PD. And so when I look at even professional development, I feel like the chat isn't just a collaboration and us sharing tools. It's like, let's jump into this 
together. So yeah. we're like on this journey of learning. It's very different. Um, I, I think with ARVR and EDU, as far as the chat goes, um, you know, I do a lot of the chat. I wish that I can get like most of you have actually jumped in and moderated as well. Um, I wish that we can get more people moderating and, you know, and sometimes it's like, I don't want to ask people to burden them. Sometimes I'm like, I really need help, Steve-O. What are you going to do? <laughs> um, you know, so it's, it's those times where it's like, you know, desperate, like I know I'm out during that time. Um, but I, you know, I would love to see more of people stepping up and sharing the resources through this kind of exploration. And, um, I, I think that's what makes ARVR and ED so different. I, I plan to have more of the resources available, um, which kind of leads me into some other topics here coming up about futuristic stuff. But, um, you know, I think mainly it is a community. Well, and I'll tell you my, my heart and all of this. I love community. I don't like competition against one another. Mm, I like yeah. competition with fun and, you know, and I feel like anything in ed tech, it's, it becomes very competitive. And I just hate that. I want people yeah. to feel invited no matter what level they're at, whether they're just joining in for the first time and they have no idea what ARVR means or they're experts and they're creating stuff and they're developers. Like I want everybody to jump in and feel like taking the risk of doing this is okay. That there's a people here to support you and encourage one another. Um, so I think in the future, that's something that I really want to make sure that the community, cause it's, we're all eager and we're all excited. Um, and I think we all want to excel and share and, you know, and that's great. I just want to make sure that everybody joining in feels safe and, um, and our community should be like family. It should be like, you know, look what James just accomplished, you know, yeah. um, look what he just did and us like celebrating together. And, um, that's hard, you know, because all of us are in different places. We're all on different, you know, doing different stuff. And I hope that in the future we get more of a, um, group of people that are just you know, really there to embrace and support one another. And that's a culture shift too. Again, this ed tech world is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I'm not an edgy snob and I hope that's never the case in ARVR and EDU. I like, that. Because... I like that word though. That's a good <laughs> word. <laughs> is it though? Is it? Um, well, okay, but, you well, know... okay. I like the word. I'm not saying I necessarily <laughs> like what it is, but it's, it's a good way to, to label that because I, I want to say that me and Steven had just talked I think we just talked about this today about that, like not feeling like you can approach somebody, even yeah. if it's in a digital space, because they may feel like that, you know, well, you know, I'm way too busy to talk to you. Who are you? Or to mm -hmm. connect with you. Yeah, that is um, weird. Some way. It, and it's, and you know, it's like really, cause nobody knows who you are outside this conference. Yeah, Like you right. can't, that taxi yeah. driver or at the airport or <laughs> anywhere else at the grocery store, nobody knows who yeah. you are, but somehow you feel privileged. The, they're not lining up with the autograph books outside no. of the airport terminal. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right. You're in no. education, like yeah. get over it. Yeah. Well, and like, you know, that's, that's why I like, I, I do like the term like edgy rock star, but then of course, when you see that in action with some people that are out there, you see that edgy rock star and you go, Oh, like that's the example, the bad part of edgy rock star. I don't want any part of that. 
And so mm-hmm. I, I will say one of my, the things that I love about AR, VR, and EDU is when I get the opportunity at these conferences to meet people face to face. Yeah. And, yes. you know, me and Jamie have gotten the opportunity a couple times to meet face to face, but within the last year, I've met so many people in, in person that I have actually connected with first and foremost through AR, VR, and EDU. And what's awesome is when I meet them, it's like, it's not awkward. It's like, oh, there's Jamie yeah. or there's Steven or there's Michael. And you yeah. just, and it's just like, we're going to continue the conversation like we've done on social media. It's, um, but you're right. It's, it's a family. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that it's going to be real awesome. This is Steve, because it seems like we have so many people going um, from our group. I know they're, they're chiming in and stuff. So we might have just like a massive presence. And for the first time, it seems like that ISTE has really made a push towards immersion technology. And really that starts with your book. So, <laughs> um, Tell so us. yeah. And I know Alex had some, Alex had some uh, questions about the, about the book. Um, but why don't we get you to tell us a little bit about your book and we're going to let, and we're going to jump over to Alex and let's see what he has for us. So James, I think you just asked Jamie to tell her uh, to that to talk a little bit about the book. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Jamie, why don't you okay. tell us? So that was my first question. Thanks, James. Oh, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what I do. That you're welcome, Alex. I was really just wondering, like, where did you come up with the idea for for learning transported? Yeah, that's a great question, um, and I didn't. <laughs> um, I never in my wildest dreams ever thought I would write a book because, one, I'm illiterate, and, two, um, I was a math teacher. No, I really, this is the tr- the real truth. I did not read a book from front to back until I was like a senior in high school. Um, and so because of that, I was never... I just never challenged myself. I wasn't into reading. I, I don't know. It wasn't my strength. And so it wasn't something I focused on and it wasn't something that was really encouraged in my life. Um, so because of that, I think I ran into situations where I, I really did not, um, I don't know. That's just not my thing. So I love presenting. I love talking to people. I love Twitter chats. Um, but when it came to writing a book, like that didn't even cross my mind. I barely even enjoyed doing blogs. I still struggle <laughs> with blogs. Yeah. Like that's just yeah. not my thing, which it's is crazy. I feel like, yeah. I feel like that's what I've been yeah. doing more than anything else is writing. Yeah. Um, but what happened was, um, Valerie contacted me from ISTE and said, Hey, we're considering this AR VR book. Actually, she was talking to me about VR and was like, Hey, we're considering this book. And I was like, that's great. But, you know, AR works hand in hand. We really shouldn't separate the two. Like, um, and she was like, yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, well, I'd love to chat and let's talk about this. So 30 minutes, I kid you not, into our hour long conversation, I realized that this was not a uh, chat about somebody else writing the book and me supporting them. It was about me writing the book. And right about that point, I checked out. I was like, oh gosh, she's crazy. Like, I don't know how to write. I'm not into writing. Like, this is crazy. And so I'm sitting there talking myself out on on all the reasons why I was going to say no. And then she finally said, okay, well, you know, what do you think? 
do you think you want to write this book? And I was like, yes. I just said it and immediately felt regret. And I was like, oh. what did I just do? Oh my gosh, she's going to think. And I never told her any of my fears until after the book was written. Like we literally just talked mm, about this not yeah. too long ago. That was good. Wow. That was a good move. Yeah. She, I mean, she was like, I had no idea. Like, you know, it was just really funny. But um, the reason why I think that writing the book was important is because you have learners on all different levels and the way that they need to learn is not always my preference. And it was more important to have the book written to uh, to really appeal to the teachers that are just going to read and that need to go back and reread it multiple times. They maybe need to take notes and maybe need to have it black and white with lesson plans for them all laid out before they ever try it. So while it may not be something that was my preference, it is something that I think other teachers needed in order to move forward. So um, I think it was in that moment of like, what did I do? And it took me a long time to get over my own fear before I even wrote the first chapter, to be honest with you. Um, mm -hmm. I like battled myself for a couple months and I was on fast track. Like I was supposed to have the book done in like, I don't know, six months. It was insane. <laughs> um, and, and it was just like, I just kept on fighting my own battle with that, but, um, getting through it and being, you know, I, I basically told, told the editors, uh, the two ladies that at ISTE, I'm like, I owe you guys big time. Like, I feel like I owe you so much, <laughs> but you know, um, they, they were fine. You know, they, it's really about the content and, um, you know, for the most part I got Grammarly. So that's awesome. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Good call. This, this <laughs> Jamie, episode so you're, you're a math teacher. You were a math teacher. Mm -hmm. And then were you an instructional technologist? And then was that the next step in your career? Yeah. So um, I taught math for several years and um, had really used technology all the time and yep. was um, had applied for an instructional technologist position and I didn't get it. But it was the best thing that could have ever happen because I wasn't really ready to be in a district of that size doing instructional technology. Mm -hmm. So I taught in that district doing um, working with students intervention. So math intervention at middle school, which yep. you think would be the worst job in the whole world. It was like the best kept secret ever. I got to be super creative kids really were amazing. Like you just, when you, when you believe in somebody, you get to see the best of the best. And so, um, I got to see these amazing things happen with the kids that have never passed math exams before. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then the opportunity was presented again for the same position. And, um, I was like, do I want to leave? Why would I leave? Like the, you know, I really debated on leaving the classroom. Mm -hmm. Um, I ended up doing it and I loved it and, you know, went to one TCEA, which is an affiliate of ISTE, um, down here in Texas. And they just, you know, it was just awesome. So I, I, my passion for technology immediately at that point grew for augmented reality, moved into virtual reality yep. and, uh, yeah, so it's just been going fast paced since then. Cool. So um, since we mentioned the book, why don't you tell us a little bit more about your book? Okay. Um, so Learning Transported is giving somebody that has never even understands concept of AR, VR. It's giving the foundation. Mm -hmm. You guys are amazing at doing things at that high level. Somebody that got it, that's passionate about it, that's doing some incredible things. Whereas probably more of my passion is, is awareness and getting people on, on the mass scale 
adapting this. Um, and so really getting them that foundation of like, what is this? Why do you need this? What standards is this addressing? Um, and really like giving them the tools with lesson plans, which is a huge gap in immersive technology because they don't know where to begin. Been presenting forever and people wouldn't use it. And I'm like, why? You loved it. Yeah, but I don't know where to start. And so giving them the foundation to get started was important. And then giving out you know several tools and ideas. Um, I'll give you guys a little hint. We're talking about future book stuff. So um, that I think that will be really exciting because right now we're starting off with foundation, but next step, moving and going to that next level. So um, we'll see what happens. Oh, sneak peek. You, you heard it nice. here. So multi. So I'm, I'm going to ask this question because this is one I have actually written down. You just kind of alluded to it. It's a million dollar question. Are you working on another book? Yeah. Um, right. So there is, yep. And I have grand plans with that one, kind of like outside of the box, thinking about how um, this technology should be used as opposed to individual um, apps and individual, you know, what it was created for, really hacking what has been available to us and making sure that it's something that um, fits our needs. So we'll see. I, I mean... There's, there's no, you know, the possibilities are endless at this point. It's beginning yep. phases, but I'm excited. Oh, so my awesome. other follow-up question would be sort of given that you have just finished your first book as a former math teacher, <laughs> you know, is there anything for like, say, maybe somebody that's aspiring to write a book, what would you do differently next time? Um, you know, I've, I've thought about that, like, okay, this is the next step. What what did I hate? I, I think because I procrastinated and it was on a fast track. Um, I need that. I need to have deadlines. I need to have like, you know, this is yep. the definitive time. Um, I think I would have given myself more time. Um, and I, you know, it's the first thing I regretted when I opened up my book is not having pictures of my own kids. I don't oh. know why, but to me, that was like, I'm never doing that again. Like I want my own kids in my book. I want this mm -hmm. to be captured for them because my family has sacrificed so much for me to do what yep. I'm doing. And I, it, it's just, it's definitely more important for me to acknowledge them as being on this journey with me than really anything else. Speaking of which, my daughter, Eliana, my youngest, my nine-year-old will be an Ignite speaker at ISTE. So I'm really oh, excited. Awesome. I know, she's a rock star. That's amazing. That's cool. Well, okay. So since, since we went there, so can you share with us all the things that are happening with you at ISTE, including um, this Ignite session, which I'm, I'm assuming, um, is she going to be in the Sunday round? Mm -hmm. I, I haven't even looked at that's, Ooh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. I, mean, I like the format. They, they sort of changed it a little bit last year. I like what they did last year. So yeah. I'm excited to see her on the stage. That's going to be awesome. So what, I'm excited too. So what else do you have that's that's already planned or whatever that you can share with us, um, so we can get it out there to our listeners so they can check you out. Yeah, I've been waiting for this to be something that is out there, printed, like exposed by ISTE. But we are going to have an AR scavenger hunt on Saturday um, to kick off ISTE at the ISTE Central, and uh, had some great like great things um, donated as gifts to be able to give to winners. And it's going to be just 
totally different. Um, just more of an exposure to a lot of different resources and tools, some new ones that I haven't shared before. Um, and then also um, a chance for people to get connected. I hope that at each station, we have somebody there that they can get connected to, to be able to get the support on those resources. And, um, and then also just a lot of, uh, you know, I have, a, I have a work, two workshops, one that's probably not going to make because it's very narrowly focused. It was added later and um, it is creating AR, VR, and MR, but with that, it's only for people that are premium and all of them were sold out. So whoever's left and whoever hasn't booked their stuff, which is not the case, um, is able to sign up if you'd like for Sunday. I'm also going to be presenting, co-presenting with um, Rochelle, and we're going to do a session together. She got, she was awarded something with uh, the community, voting her in with her with her session. So she invited me to join her with that one. Awesome. Um, doing a session with some kids. We're going to be doing Global Maker Day Mini, and they're going to be sharing on Minecraft, which is going to be fantastic. Um, and then I have one session on AR, VR, MR, and a workshop, and that will be on Wednesday. So um, it should be packed. Now, I will tell you, I'm going to give you a little hint. Okay. We're going to have some rocking AR, VR, and ADU opportunities to connect and collaborate um, I am needing to talk to people to confirm, um, but I am very excited about connecting with everyone and having a chance to um, share and learn with one another. So it'll be good. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say this on behalf of us. We thank you for all the work that you do um, because it, while it may look seamless to everybody, we understand the amount of work that goes into the investment to try to build a community and you do, you have done a fabulous job. And I'm, I'm so happy that your book is releasing. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the badge that's going to signal this change that we're seeing in these conferences to recognize that AR, VR, MR, immersion technology in general is important in education. It's not just, it's not a fleeting thing. It's important and it's here to stay. So um, thank you so much. Agreed. Thank you. Uh, Jamie, um, oh, sorry, Stephen, do you have something? No, I was just going to say, on that note, are you doing any sort of party or signing uh, that, that, that's going to happen at the conference at SD? Yeah. Um, uh -oh. So right after the scavenger hunt, I'm going to be yeah. doing a book signing because some of the um, some of the attendees that participate will win books. Um, and uh, I'm talking about doing something in the vendor hall. Plus there, there's going to be a VR alley. It's going to be, you guys, it's going to be so good. I I'm really excited. I, I wish I can give you details. I just don't have them yet, but I promise <laughs> that as soon as I hear, I will be blasting it on social media so we can all get together, but I, it's going to be really fun and very different about some of these prizes and the company I'll be connecting with on this is, is amazing so i'm i'm excited it's yes yes can't wait we're gonna have Cannot it wait awesome that is awesome well thank you so much for jumping in today and you kind of actually filled uh the void that left by amanda going off into space for us <laughs> and sharing all the cool things. um so and thank you uh, as always steven and alex appreciate you guys so much um so make sure you check out hashtag arvr and edu Look up ISTE. You can find all sorts of emerging tech stuff. Oh, and sh and make sure you check out Learning Transported. Learning Transported. That's right. So we'll check you guys later.
Want to hear more or connect with us? Subscribe to the podcast and find us on social media at The VR Podcast.